everyone, this is Canon Divergent, just a fan fiction podcast standing in front of the void, asking it to love her. We are your hosts, Out Here Now, and Eve Hypo555. Today, we're talking about AU, alternate universes, all of them, all of them. So many universes, they're kind of endless. Originally, we had thought of the whole coffee shop AU, which... I guess we should start with, because who doesn't want to take an exciting story about superheroes or supervillains or whatever, and then make them all normal and stick them in a coffee shop? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know anyone who wouldn't want that. Right. So oddly enough, it's a very popular trope. And why do you think that is? I know, I kind of like it. And you're right. It's usually we take people who are extraordinary and we just make them normal people who are in a coffee shop. And maybe that is the appeal that like now we've made them mortal in a sense. The normalcy aspect. Maybe part of it is the fact that most fan fiction readers are also fan writers of some sort. And maybe we just spend a lot of time in coffee shops. <laughs> We're like, well, let's throw this story into a coffee shop because we already <laughs> live there. That is And so you just look up and you're like, damn, I wish that barista was so-and-so. Wouldn't that be great? (laughs) Although here's the thing. Honestly, I don't know that I would have ever had the guts to just flirt with a barista or a waiter or anything like that. I've had customers leave me their numbers when I was a waitress, but it was never actually physically flirting in person. It was just they'd write it on the check when they left and nothing ever happened. Yeah. And how did you know it was like the person who you wanted it to be? I guess whoever like... Like, took the check. the check and yeah, broke yeah, the yeah. Name in their number. Yeah. That's fair. But yeah, so it's a just a taste of normality, I guess, that we want to throw these people, these characters that we like so much in something, I guess, so relatable to the rest of us. And actually, that reminds me of the fact that I'm not a big fan of the coffee shop AU, but I've read quite a few where they meet in like dog parks and all the characters are there. Speaking of which, I heard Carly. Yeah, my own, my own puppy who won't shut up during every single recording we do. So are you hoping to like take Carly to a dog park and then run into your very own Sean Spencer? Oh God, no, I would never date Sean Spencer. <laughs> so you want, um, what's his name? Uh, Carly. Carlton Lasseter. Yes. Oh yeah, that 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 would work. All right. Any yeah. Carlton Lasseter types out there, just start hanging out in dog parks or on a boat. Even or, better if you own or a boat. On a boat. Yeah. You know what? Take your boat, park it, dock it. What like? Dock it. We'll dock work. it, and then go take your dog to the dog park, and then just loudly mention to whoever can hear you that you own a boat, and see what happens. Maybe there you go. maybe exactly. out will be there. <laughs> Just perk up and be like, guy with a dog in a boat. Sold. Got it. Perfect. <laughs> Your life could be a fan fiction. I remember you said something about like, it's the opposite of wish fulfillment during like a coffee shop AU. It has to be because normally you like wish for superpowers or an exciting life. But this is just, oh, I got off of work and I went to the coffee shop and that character is hot or that character made really good coffee or whatever. It, it's normal, right? <laughs> Isn't that in itself kind of a wish fulfillment where you're like, where the fantasy is that you're in a very normal place and all of a sudden, oh my God, person of my dreams. Right? I can see that. Well, you wrote very impressive poetry about a guy we once saw in the library. (laughs) (laughs) He was spectacular. He had magnificent hair. I will never have hair that good as that guy. I don't think anyone ever will. No, it's impossible. 
Yeah. It, it was beautiful hair. We were both very jealous. It could have been like library AU. Right. I guess that uh, would be so, college AU. Yep. Which is another AU that's mm-hmm. fairly popular. I feel like. I like that I, one. I read, I read a lot of college AU in like the supernatural fandom because Sam has to drop out of college uh, to go run around the country and fight monsters. But uh, in a lot of AUs, he stays at Stanford and still meets some of the same like side characters, but they're all normal. Oh. Instead of angels and demons and your monster of the week. So, yeah, I wonder if also it's just the idea of people in aprons. I think it's probably a sort of wish fulfillment in itself. Like, yeah, maybe we're taking characters we love and taking them into a normal situation. But it's probably a situation a lot of us have been in. Because most of us have either worked in a coffee shop kind of situation or we've been waitresses or waiters or any kind of retail service. It's just horrible in real life. Why not make it fun? (laughs) Yeah, that's a good point. I've never worked in food service. Like I've never been a barista or a server, but I did a lot of retail and I have yet to see retail AU. (laughs) I'm trying to think of any and I can't think of any, but if I come across one, (laughs) we'll mention it in a future episode. Like, hey, we found one. It exists because it's the internet and it's got to exist somewhere. (laughs) That's true. That's true. So if anyone has read a retail AU, please. Or even better, wrote one. And what inspired you to write it? (laughs) Yes. Then send it to us. Um, You can reach us on on Twitter at Divergent Canon. Please just send it to us because that would would make me so happy. Exactly. So have you written any AUs in that kind of form? Or I have. I didn't do coffee shop, but I did bookshop AU uh, for Mew Golf. I was inspired by a photograph of Mew reading a book, I think, where he's like holding up a book. Everyone does. <laughs> right. You know, men with books. Let's do it. And I think someone was talking about like, oh, bookstore AU. And I was like, that sounds good. I think I was procrastinating on writing something else. And I was like, yes, bookstore. But I have read a coffee shop. AU, which was also a college AU, and that was for Teen Wolf. And I really liked that one. Um, it was Steric. So it was Styles and Derek. And things that I loved was like whatever they ported over from, from Canon. So for instance, Styles takes like a bunch of sugar in his coffee. And I felt like that was very in character, something like that. I'll have to take your word on it. I've never uh, watched that show. I should get into it. I feel like it's something I'd like. I feel like it is. I'm pretty sure we yeah. can write some fic, some Steric. <laughs> But yeah, so I think I just did the one AU that I can think of. Watch us end this podcast and I'll be like, oh, I wrote another one. But you know. So, you know, stay tuned for AU part two. Part two. Uh, have you, have you written an AU? Um, no, it, I guess it really depends on what you consider AU. Mm. So I feel like in general, if you deviate at all from canon, you're kind of making an alternate universe. But usually that's just me manipulating, you know, different shippings that you're never going to see in canon. So I don't really personally consider that an alternate universe um right. i think that would just be ghost shipping honestly because it's which it's is a still... term i had never heard until <laughs> Eve brought it up to me so Eve, explain that a bit more <laughs> yeah and i was surprised that you hadn't but as i understand it because let me tell you after you expressed that you didn't know what it was i googled it just to make sure because i was like wait you never heard of it and what it provided me was not at all my understanding, but I did then go ask some of my other friends and they're like, no, 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 it's what you think it is. So I don't know why Professor Google can't back me up, but ghost shipping is when you pair someone else with a different person who's not part of the canon couple. So maybe it would be like a main character with one of the side characters and they don't pair up, but you know, you're like, oh, I really hope they would. 
ghost shipping. Yeah. So in that case, I, I wouldn't really claim to write AUs, but I'd 100% or 99% write ghost shipping. Ah. And see, now I'm like, how have you not heard of that if you've <laughs> done it? But you know. Maybe it's a fandom specific <laughs> kind of term. I or... didn't think it was. Hmm. listeners if you have any thoughts on that again go to our twitter let us know because i'm so curious now so that's twitter at divergent canon basically just go to our twitter page as you can tell it just tells a bunch of stuff because now i'm feeling very ignorant about the fan fiction world <laughs> so, yes, that idea of like what constitutes a u then because if it is alternate universe then changes that you make can still exist in that universe like you're not writing about some other universe where there are aliens or anything oh wait i have done that i have written an au i wrote a, i wrote another au it's called spaceship <laughs> see this is what <laughs> anyway this is what happens when we like go off a guideline and then we're like wait a second <laughs> mm -hmm. but i would say that if it is still the same universe in the sense then that's just canon divergent right it's just non-canon compliant yeah so one thing that brings up is is shifts in time considered au also because if you i have one tick where i throw a character in marvel who's in modern times back to the 60s is that an au or is that just time travel fic? it can be multiple Ooh. things and then a, a good fic i've read years ago that i still remember quite well is a lord of the rings fanfic but it takes place in modern times but since half the characters are immortal they're still alive from like lord of the rings time in that scenario, half the characters are immortal, so they're still alive now. But all the human or like Hobbit characters that uh, would have died in canon are like reborn in the modern world. So is that AU or is it a continuation or, you know, right. I guess you could go multiple ways with it. And I don't know enough about Lord of the Rings to begin with to, to wonder if maybe is Middle Earth a different universe from our Earth? Like, is that supposed to be a separate place or is our world Middle Earth and that's just what it used to? to be like in, so in that, the Tolkien in that verse? Fic, in the fic I read they uh, they explained that actually because like think oh. I don't I'm not that deep in the Lord of the Rings fandom to know all the details but like they explained that Legolas traveled from Middle Earth on the, to like I don't remember all the details of Lorings well enough, but he had followed canon compliant lore to get to where he was now, basically. So they wrote it in context of it being canon compliant almost. Just a very long continuation. Yeah. That is tough. I don't know. And that's probably why that fix stands out to me so much is because it wasn't just like, oh, it's modern time. No, they backed it up with like how they all got there and the whole new evil coming and everything. That is intense. <laughs> that sounds like a lot of work. Kudos to them. <laughs> yeah. And see, some people have said that my fic uh, Skinship, which is Golf, is considered AU. And that confused the hell out of me because I was like, but it's the same universe. Like I literally wrote stuff that happened and like I, I just took it from you know behind the scenes videos and stuff. I was like, but is all real and they're like well but you gave me you exes so like you talk about his ex-girlfriends ex-boyfriends and i was like but that's just like non-canon compliant like anything that you add that isn't strictly canon doesn't necessarily make it a you Right. Right. Or else you'd literally be writing genfic or like canon client relationships and never deviating from anything. Yeah. I mean, everyone's going to add like a little bit of something here and there, I assume. Like if you give them a <laughs> hobby that we don't know, like it's not canonically a hobby of theirs, but you just toss it in there. Does that make it AU? 
I don't think so. Yeah, yeah. So I think maybe in our view, there has to be a drastic change of some sort where the universe is not the same. Like, for instance, if you are, an, funny enough, an actor, but <laughs> you are instead of barista. <laughs> you know what? That's... <laughs> That's actually too real. <laughs> okay, so let's say if it was Yuri on Ice, where they are figure skaters, but then we put him in a situation where they don't skate, or they just skate like for funsies, but they're not competitive athletes, and they just work at a coffee shop. Like even if it would be the same kind of universe, like it's it's our world. I still think that's AU because it's a different reality. Yeah, definitely. And then there's there's AUs. Another popular one is like Mafia or Hitman. Yeah, AUs. I feel like. I, I've never read too many of them. I've read a few Hitman ones, also usually in the Supernatural fandom. Just because that's such a big fandom, you can find just about anything you want to read there. You usually oh, have multiple choices. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> multiple characters, so. I mean, if you're just anywhere in the vicinity of Super Hulak, like, oh, God. <laughs> you're going to hit everything. Yep. <laughs> You'd be like, hmm, I need an introduction to fan fiction in general. It's like, Super Hulak, right? So if anyone doesn't know, it's Supernatural, Doctor Who, and Sherlock. Like and back at the height of Tumblr, you would run into all three of those nonstop. Yes. Oh my God, the height of Tumblr. I like that. It's a golden <laughs> age of Tumblr. I don't think I've read any Mafia AU in terms of fic, but I've read a comic that was Mafia AU. So I don't know if that counts, but you know, it was a fan comic and it was Yuri on Ice where Victor and Yuri Plasetsky were Mafia and Yuri Kotsky was a cop. And it was actually really good. I wish I could find it again. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I love when people put so much effort into making actual comics of the stories Mm -hmm. and they're usually excellent. Oh yeah. The art was beautiful. It was spot on. I was just like, I keep thinking, oh, I'll do that. And then I realize just how much effort goes into that. Like you think writing is hard? That's even harder. (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I couldn't do it. I couldn't pull it off. Another one that I see pretty often, and I don't don't go looking for this, but Harry Potter AU. Uh, I read some from the Mugol fandom. There was a, a contest that I was running, I think. They did a Harry Potter AU. So that was pretty cool. And I guess if you are really a big fan of the Harry Potter universe, then it would be really cool to take characters from another fandom and then put them into a Harry Potter setting. I mean, I am a Harry Potter fan, so that would be really cool to think of. A lot of times you'll see examples of like in the Sherlock fandom, but they'll throw them in Hogwarts and they'll, yeah. they'll de-age them, things like that. I actually read a Sherlock fic that wasn't Harry Potter AU. It was His Dark Materials AU. Oh, see, that sounds amazing. Yeah. And, and so... there, there's several in like the Marvel fandom. I think there's a few of Tony Stark that did that, that I have read or I've at least looked at based on other works that author has done yeah it was so cool because then you know they had demons is that how yeah. you say it i don't know i should listen to the audio clips of the book right. to find out wait a second i saw the movie and i still don't remember <laughs> same yeah i saw the movie and i want to watch the show but um i i read the book when i was like 12 and in my head i was like is it demons because you know i was 12 but right we'll just call them demons and that was so cool and i think that's also the appeal for like harry potter is because there are houses and with his dark materials, there are demons. And so it's just the sort of external reflection and, of your personality. And for people who don't know what his dark materials is. Oh, thank you. When when we say demons or demons, but it's basically a physical, I guess, manifestation of kind of like your soul, mm-hmm. I guess, um, yeah. in animal form. Since we mentioned supernatural so much, we're not talking demons in that sense. This is right. a different sense. <laughs> yeah, no, it was really cool. So like everyone's born with a demon. So it's like you said, it's a it's a 
physical manifestation of your soul and it's an animal. And when you're a child, your demon can change forms into different animals. And when you hit puberty, so this was a really cool metaphor for that, you know, because when you're growing up, your personality is still not set, but then as they mature, then eventually your demon will settle on one animal for the rest of your life. And that is representative of your soul. So I think that was really cool. So if you've seen the Golden Compass anywhere, that's the His Dark Materials series. So Golden Compass, Amber Spyglass, it's the, and the Subtle, subtle knife. knife. Yeah, The Subtle I Knife. I mean, they're all excellent books. They're some of the best mm-hmm. written books I've ever read. And I think HBO now has a TV show out on it too, which I ha- also haven't watched, but I, I feel like it's probably very good. We'll um, add that to the list of things that we should watch together. Yeah. <laughs> Just so you know, Out and I actually live in two different states. So when we say that, it's not as simple as, hey, you want to come over tomorrow night? Even when we lived in the same state, our schedule's always been impossible. <laughs> That's true because, you know, you had jobs like working on a pirate ship. Yes, that, that was indeed a real job that I had. <laughs> but you could write an AU about that. Yeah, I usually write about characters that I can relate to, even if they are vastly different in some other ways. Usually certain aspects of them, I relate to them quite strongly, good or bad. Um, so that usually is reflected in what I write. I think that's really important you know, to like resonate with a character. And I think that's equally important when you do an AU because you're putting them in a completely different reality. It's like, how do you still stay true to that person when they're no longer like whatever is identifiable for them? So if they are a superhero and you put them into a universe where they're not and they don't have any powers or anything, like how do you still stay true to their personality? Right. And I actually read a fic in the super natural fandom and the shipping they had done for it was uh fam winchester and then in canon it would be the archangel gabriel but this was a college au so they're both normal but the interesting about the fic was it was kind of a, a test case for the author to see if she could keep them in character mm. and she even kind of wrote notes along the way she's like i did a b and c because in yeah. canon i feel like they would have done a b and c so oh it was really God. interesting and she wrote it into the fic and it was really clever and really impressive but it was literally kind of like a case study of how to do an AU while keeping canon in mind. Oh my God. Can you send that to me? Yeah, I will find it again and I will send it to you. <laughs> this is fantastic. And see, this is why sometimes fan fiction writers are just fucking amazing. Like the lengths that some of y'all out there go through just to, to celebrate something that you really enjoy for free, I might add. It's just incredible. So thank no, you. I've always <laughs> been vastly impressed by fan fiction writers like there is some of us out there that are just ridiculously better than the canon work and it's amazing how much time and manpower go go into these stories and research and everything yes we're literally just fun i feel like or at least some sort of personal just i wanted to write this so i wrote it and there may be no reward other than writing it absolutely that's a really great point so for my my bookshop AU, it was very short. It was like tiny little one shot. And and I was like, how do I still portray that it's Mew and Golf? And I was like, well, Golf is known for being a little socially awkward. And he's very blunt. So I tried to make sure that I retain that when I put him into this other universe. But I also tried to like fit in like a little joke where um, he describes Mew's smile as something that could sell mouthwash because in <laughs> real life. Great description. Right. Well, because in real life, he does. He does advertisements for mouthwash and toothpaste. 
<laughs> so I was like, oh, I'm just going to be a little cheeky there. So I like when when fics do that, when it's an AU and they, they make a little reference to the original universe. And you're like, I see what you did there. Uh, I tried to do the same thing in Spaceship. So I made I made golf, you know, intrepid because he usually he'll just, he'll just do things. He'll just go in, jump in, do it. I still wanted to make them recognizable. And that, that's really, I think, what's important if you're writing an AU. You still have to have that essential feeling of the character to make it a really good AU or else you're kind of just writing original work at that point. Which is something that happened to me. It was a really interesting phenomenon. So I decided to do, I tried to write original work that was going to be basically AU for Yuri on Ice. I was like, I really love writing about the Yuri on Ice characters. Why don't I just, you know, pull a, pull a Fifty Shades and write a fanfic, but then just change the names a little bit. And I, I turned them into celebrity AU. You. But what happened was when I changed them, because there are certain things that I, I felt I wanted to change as well. So like Peachy became a character who was Filipino rather than Thai, because I was like, I can't have all of them in their original nationalities, because that would just be way too obvious. Like, I was like, I can't have like two Russians, a Kazakh, a Thai person, a Japanese person. So I had to like mix it up a little bit. So Victor and Yuri Plisetsky, who are Russian, they became Swedish. <laughs> and Odebeck, who who is Kazakh? He became Georgian. <laughs> so like it's, the country Georgia or yeah. America? Okay, <laughs> yeah, the country. And so then there went like all of the the things that I thought were really cool about having a Russian and a Kazakh friendship because they both speak Russian. You know, that was one thing that I was like, oh, well, that's really cool because then they can speak in Russian together. But I was like, well, Georgians and Swedes don't. So I lost that element. And like right. by making Peachy Filipino, I lost a lot of those Thai things that I really enjoyed writing that I did extensive research on yeah, come to realize like that, that I didn't know happen. a lot. Yeah. And when I wrote them anyway, they, they took on a completely different life of their own and they did become like their own characters. So they just became so far removed from the original Yuri Nights that it practically was original work. And I thought that was really interesting how that just happened. Like I didn't intend for it to, but there they were. So maybe something like just changing their name, changing their country of origin. <laughs> Changes it too much sometimes you yeah. lose that part yeah so i know there's a bunch of other au's out there i wrote a vampire au now that i think about it i was like damn i've actually written more au than i thought i have <laughs> all right and that was really interesting again that same thing of like trying to stay true to character while making them completely different or putting them in a completely different world but yeah i know we didn't touch on all of the other au's out there some, some of my favorite au's once again in the psych fan fiction world so sean spencer is a fake psychic in canon. One of the best AUs I read in that fandom is when they make him a real psychic. Oh my God. But everyone still thinks he's a fake psychic, but no. now he's real. <laughs> That is hilarious. So now it's kind of like yeah. a Cassandra thing where like he's really psychic and no one believes him. Yeah. Oh my God. It's hilarious. But yeah, that's, I mean, there's so much out there we can touch on and we might in the future end up making a second episode, but I that's about it for today. Yeah. So if so, there is an AU that you would really like us to talk about, hit us up on Twitter. We also have Instagram. So like always, uh, you can find us on Twitter at Divergent Canon and on Instagram at uh, Canon Divergent Pod. You can find us most places now. So thanks for listening. This has been Canon Divergent with Out Here Now and Eve Hypo 555. Now, kick off.